that to know what to ask for and to know what to dream and to know what to express and to know what to express in terms of our wants, we have to employ our imagination to go beyond our current experience. We have to allow those prophetic promises that God speaks over us, those prophetic encouragements that God speaks over us, to fuel our imagination so that we go beyond our current experience. Because that's God wants us to employ our imagination. Because sometimes, for example, the people of Israel leave Egypt, they have no idea what it's like not to be a slave and not to live under tyranny and not to live under oppression. And God is calling them to the promised land where they're going to govern, they're going to plant, they're going to sow, they're going to harvest, they're going to be ruling. They have to employ their imagination to imagine what that's going to be like. They're going to plant, they're going to sow, they're going to build. It's going to be their land, their inheritance. They have to imagine themselves with God, able to overcome giants, able to find solutions to Jericho, able to conquer a land that's filled with milk and honey, yet with giants in it. They have to use their imagination. And so to use our imagination is to go beyond what we believe we can do humanly without God. It's to go beyond what a human being can just do because a human being has common grace. We have to go beyond that so human agencies can provide many things that help with injustice and help with poverty and help with addiction. But Jesus Christ brings a radical transformation and a freedom to the heart. And so we have to employ our imagination to imagine lots of people coming to Jesus. Lots of people getting radical freedom. Lots of legacies being changed. Lots of young people who would have gone into a trajectory of crime and violence being transformed by the gospel and becoming those who transform society. We have to imagine those things. Sometimes, once I imagined this, a newspaper article that said, Plumstead is the place to live. And recently, I believe in in The Guardian or a major national newspaper, it said about this area being the place to live. But it started, for me personally, in my imagination. Imagine a newspaper article that said this was the place to live. When we moved here, our friends said, that's a land that devours. You remember in in, in Numbers 14, that's a land that devours your children. They sowed fear. And yet in our imagination, we believed actually God can raise up a people who know who they are in Christ, who know their identity, who know the good father, who are loved and, and love in return, who then can be agents of transformation. That's the church. And so you employ your imagination that goes beyond your current experience and your imagination brings you to a place where you know what your desires are, you know what your wishes are, you know what your wants are. And so you go in your imagination, you think, I imagine walking in the high street, I hear his voice really clearly, or compassion rises up, or I see a need and faith comes, a gift of faith, and I know what to say, I know what to pray, and that breakthrough comes to that sickness. You imagine it. You imagine the clarity of his voice, 
You imagine that kind of intimacy with God. And you imagine the moment when they come out of the wheelchair, or the blind eye opens, the deaf ear opens. And you imagine the moment where you tell them, it's nothing to do with me. This is Jesus Christ who has just healed you. It's in the imagination at the beginning. But it begins to cause a prayer that says, this is my desire. This is my want. This is my wish. Yeah. It's in your imagination. Yeah. 